I'm going to invite you to bow your heads. Heavenly Father, as we get set uh, for just a little brief time of uh, reflection and devotion, Lord, we thank you for your living word uh, that speaks hope into our lives, uh, that gives us uh, an opportunity to reflect on all that you've done. And and in today, as as we celebrate uh, all that you are, uh, we thank you uh, for the gifts that you've given us and forgiveness of sins. And we pray, Lord, that you would speak hope to hearts that desperately need to hear it. Amen. So uh, we, as a praise team uh, and the musicians that are here, and uh, we've been looking forward to this service for, for quite a while uh, because it gives us an opportunity to just sing God's praise, to sing some of the, the old familiar hymns and uh, carols, and then also some of the new, to mix in the new and the old. Uh, and then just to, to be messengers of hope. And I don't know about you, but I think the world just needs a little bit of hope lately. And I was reflecting on that, uh, just some of the dark times that we've been facing and and came across some images. Uh, And so I'm going to invite you to look at some stuff on the screen. And imagine, if you would, an artist painting a picture. And in that wintry scene, using the colors that are darker in tone, um, rich blacks and blues and grays, And then when you look at that finished product with a cottage in the center, I think that's a picture of what a lot of people are feeling right now. Cold, frigid, isolated maybe, out in the middle of nowhere, cut off from people that they care about. There's people who are watching church, and even though we had multiple worship services, they still aren't able to come because maybe they're high risk. Maybe there's other reasons why they weren't able to be here. But can we, as a community, just give a little bit of light, a little bit of love, a little bit of hope? And so as the artist continues to paint that picture, they start to use different colors, lights and whites and yellows, gold. And you notice how it just seems to come to life. You see, even in that home where there was just a little bit of a touch, just a little light, a little hope, maybe now it's inviting. Maybe there's a little bit of life going on there. And then as I was diving into this idea of hope and the, and the coldness that's out there and just this darkness and the dark times that we've been facing, other images seemed to pop. And I was looking at this one here where there's uh, northern lights, so God painting the night sky with the northern lights. And then there's this porch that we have where there's just, just white light, this, excuse me, this yellow light, this inviting light of, hey, come home. And then what about this one? I mean, this is a kind of home, and even if it's tucked in the woods uh, and it's nestled, it's grand, it's large. This is a kind of place where I can imagine, like, family retreats taking place, get great big get-togethers. Maybe there's a piano and there's people just kind of seeing some Christmas, or some warm beverages just being passed along, and there's just hope. There's just a message of hope going on there. And folks, there's going to be a time when we're going to be able to gather again in large numbers and, and just... Enjoy the blessings of family and connectivity, and it's coming. But what do we do in the meantime? We celebrate Christmas, and that's what we're doing today is we're celebrating. We're celebrating the birth of the Christ child. We're celebrating that God stepped into the darkness, that that he's given us a reason to have hope. Do you you remember when we started off our worship service, we started off with the song... um, 
O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. The girls were actually dancing to that song. Yesterday, uh, we were singing it in the sanctuary, and for the first time, the last verse jumped out at me. I've sung that song for 46 years, and this last verse finally jumps out at me in that 46 years, and it said this line, May our sad divisions cease, and be thyself our king of peace. And I'm like, wow, those words were written for 2020. And then I look back, at the text in the notes at the very bottom of the page and it says actually those words were written in Latin first back in the 12th century. Wow. Divisions and sadness and despair and a whole bunch of stuff going on for centuries. Centuries. There's been a longing, there's been a a hunger for people to have hope for centuries and God has seen it. God's seen it. Actually, that psalm that was read, that Psalm 33 says, he's looked out at all the inhabitants of the earth and he sees the, everything that's taking place. Every single thing, every thought, every word, every deed, he looks out and he's able to see it. And what does he see? We confess that. He sees my sins, he sees your sins, he sees the sins of the world and it's just like, wow. And yet in love, Even though he sees this marred, messed up creation, in love he sends his son. And he uses a little girl to be part of the promise. And in the gospel lesson that we heard read, you you hear this little girl, her name is Mary. She's probably 16 or 17 years old. And this angel of the Lord appears to her and he says, Mary, do not be afraid. And she leans in. And she's just at wonder, what is all this about? And he says, you are going to bear a child, and that child is going to be called Jesus. He's going to be our Savior. And while those words weren't on the screen, he talks about how she says, Lord, let it be to me as you said it's going to be so, according to your word. And she trusts, and she leans in. And that little girl gets to be a part of a promise for the whole world. That little girl gets to be the one that bears God's son. There's some words for us in scripture uh, that I'm going to read because I believe scripture speaks life and if you're ever isolated, if you're ever cut off, or even when you have an opportunity to gather together with with friends and family, scriptures speak life to our situations. And so here we have right in the beginning of John, we have this. It says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. The word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him not anything made was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and that light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And you and I both know that the darkness has tried to overcome it. You just go through the the accounts of Jesus' life, and and even at a young age there was a tyrant, um, angry tyrant, that wanted to assassinate him. And then as Jesus grows in wisdom and stature and he's now an adult and he has got an earthly ministry that's taking place, the people that should know him best, the ones that are teaching the statutes of God, the, the Pharisees, the scribes, the <laughs> Sadducees, those are the ones that are rejecting him and, and they want to see him crucified. And then Jesus allows himself to be arrested, and then Roman soldiers want to see him crucified. And the reality is you and I want to see him crucified also. 
Now we don't want to, but we need him to be. Because without Christ going to the cross, you and I would have no hope. We'd be lost in a world of darkness. We'd be lost in our sin. We'd be lost in ugliness. And I think about a world without God in it, and I'm reminded of the scriptures talking about how there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. We're tearing at each other. Folks, that's a world without hope. We don't have to live in that world because God stepped into that world. God, through a breath, through a brush stroke, changed and transformed our lives. He he did that for you and he did that for me. And with a breath, he cries out, you're forgiven. And so from the cross, we have that gift. We have that gift of God's forgiveness. Satan didn't snuff him out. Death didn't snuff him out. Our sin-filled lives didn't snuff him out. He's given us a reason to have hope. We have hope. We get to be a part of the promise. We're like that little girl. We're like that little boy with all the gusto of of Christmas time and and, and wonder, but now be with a purpose, with with a message of Christ. We get to carry that message to the world. And let me give you just a little bit of an illustration. Yesterday I was talking with one of our members just before church, and it took them 25 minutes to get from Schaefer and Beerline to the sanctuary. 25 minutes to get there. Why? Because there was that many people going through town looking at the lights. And that's one of the activities that we've been encouraged to do. Hey, go around town, look at lights. Uh, 25 minutes to look at lights because people are just that hungry for a reason to have something that gives them hope. And now imagine this. Imagine if you and I As Christians, as people who believe in the risen Christ, imagine if we lived our life in such a way with the love of God, with the love of our neighbors, with a a heart to see people come to have a relationship with Christ. Imagine if we lived our life in such a way that people wanted to come and be around us just as much as they wanted to come and see those lights. That would be, by word and deed, showing how beautiful it is to live with Jesus. And we get to do that. We get to be a part of the promise. We, we have that hope living in us. We get to gather for Christmas worship. We get to share and celebrate the good news. Continue to bring that news uh, to a desperate, hurting world. Do you want to be a part of that journey? Well, I'm glad the pastor wants to be a part of that journey. How about you? Do you want to be a part of the journey? Yes, yes. There are actually more than two people here. I want you to be a part of the journey too. God wants you to be a part of the journey. He came for that, all right? So we're gonna have a chance to continue celebrating uh, and singing Christmas carols and the the band's gonna be coming out here. Uh, In just a few moments, I'll I'll be sharing a prayer. Uh, They'll be coming out, but then they'll have this jazzy Christmas kind of a feel. Um, The last service, there were 200 people and they stayed on their backsides. I don't know how they did that, Um, but you, you go ahead and just whatever you wanna do with that song, Stand up, sing, sing praises to your Lord. Have some hope in your hearts. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you for coming uh, and being a part of our world. Thank you for stepping into a world where there's isolation, there's lostness, there's brokenness, there's hearts that need to be um, mended. And Lord, we pray that you would just uh, speak peace, speak healing, speak health, speak life uh, to people that desperately need to hear it. And use us, your children, Uh, to be those messengers, to be a part of the promise. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.